You're listening to the home of cool, irreverent, and entertaining talk right here on L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to Question Reality. Question Reality. With Priscilla Leona. Priscilla Leona. Only on L.A. Talk Radio. Hey, welcome to Question Reality. I'm Priscilla Leona, and boy, we are so hot in here. I just want to start out saying there's sweat dripping everywhere. My God. Uh, as you know, we come to you every Sunday live from beautiful downtown Los Angeles. We're on from 5 to 5.50 uh, Pacific Standard Time, and our show is about informative entertainment. Uh, that's what it was requested. Uh, created for that means that it's our goal to provide you with all the resources and information and tricks of the trade that you're going to need in order to pursue a career in entertainment so we hope to encourage you and inspire you and motivate you to quit that monday through friday nine to five job with those pencil pushers and come to LA or go to New York or wherever the closest city is that offers an entertainment career. And if that's what you wanted to do, then that's what we hope to inspire you to do. We have so many different types of guests on. uh, So I can't imagine that we wouldn't cover something you're interested in. So just keep listening. And I'm sure that sooner or later, someone in your field or what you aspire to be is going to be a guest on this show. Now we encourage you guys to call in. We want to hear some questions uh, that you want to ask of our guest and we say call in between 515 and 530 um, because we start wrapping the show about 540 so that way we can get all your questions answered and when you call you can call the number directly since you're listening on the computer but if you happen to be away or you want someone to call and they don't have access to a computer they can call 818-602- Four four nine eight, and we take your calls directly. You don't have to go through a screening process. No one's going to ask you for email and any kind of address. You call in, and boy, we're right here. We are going to click on you, and then you can just ask away. And if you like the show and you found that it helped you in some way, we would love to hear about it. We have a wonderful forum on the LA Talk Radio website, and we've been getting so many great comments. And boy, they love our guests, and we. We love to read those comments so if you like the guest and you found that it helped you in some way just take a minute go to the forum uh, it's a little link on the top of the LA talk radio website click on forum and um, just all you need is an email address type in your email address and you don't need to put any other information that's all you need to register and say God we loved your guest and anything wonderful that you want to say if you want to find out about um, any guests that we have coming up in the future you can go directly to uh, our website, which is questionreality.us, not .com, US for United States, questionreality.us, and it has all the guests up until the end of the year, and I am booking for uh, 2009 already, so if you know someone that is a professional in the entertainment business, um, any A-list directors, producers, talent, has to be very experienced in order to give our guests great tips, advice, and resources. So if you know anyone and, and they want to come on the radio show, it would be a great opportunity them for to promote themselves and also help our guests. So we have, without further ado, we have someone on the show today. Oh my goodness. He is so mysterious and intriguing and he's 
Oh my God, he's enchanting. Uh, his name is Mr. Ted Shred, and he is a fire manipulator and an escape artist. So he's got a lot of things going on, and we're going to talk to him in a minute. But why don't you pull up his website? and check it out while I do my advertising spots because you know we got to pay the, the bills around here but pull up his website it is vampirecircus.com and that's spelled just like kind of it starts out like vampire but not really v-a-m-p-h-e-a-r-c-i-r-c-u-s.com again v is in victor a-m-p-h-e-a-r c-i-r-c-u-s.com vampirecircus.com and check out his website look at all the things he does and all the people he has and we're going to get back to him in a second we're going to introduce him and he's going to blow this station up with some great information if you want to eat fire or escape from your wife or escape for anyone jail i don't know maybe he can teach you how to escape from jail we're just going to have to find out um we have so many great advertisers and i want to thank every one of them we have the wonderful horror channel if you are into horror films horror festivals uh if you have if you've written a horror script and you want to get it produced uh if you want to be in a horror film you're kind of kinky and freaky and you only want to do the horror movies you want to go to horrorchannel.com this is a great website it is um it's a station that has 24-hour digital uh, films that's everything relating to horror. And you can also submit your scripts. You can submit any projects that you want them to take a look at. And if they're interested, they may develop it into a, a project that you can work on. But check out horrorchannel.com. Great, great, great website and great company to get you started on your way to all kinds of freaky horror stuff. And if you come out here or wherever you go and you're an actor or musician or just pursuing the entertainment business, you know by now that you need a headshot. And one of the best places to go, she's my personal photographer, is Carrie Cavalier Photography. That's CavalierPhotography.com. Just had my color headshots done. Loving them. I look like a million and one I was loving myself I found myself stroking the tip and I said what the hell are you doing I look so good I just didn't know what to do with myself so you got to check her out she has reasonable prices and if you tell her that you heard about um uh, her on our radio show question reality she will give you a huge discount on your next uh, headshot session so cavalierphotography.com and lastly our wonderful wonderful advertisers hollywoodos.com if you want to get cast in music videos or feature films or pilots or whatever they cast for everything they are one of the premier casting agencies in town and again if you call them and tell them that Priscilla Leona at Question Reality referred you. You will not only get one of their great book, Extra Work for Brain Surgeons, um, which normally is a, a huge, uh, I think it's like $40 or $50, but you will get it for free. So just call and ask for David and tell him Priscilla told you to call. Again, go to the website, check it out. They have great, great projects. I started with them when I first got involved in the entertainment business out here and I was booked on music videos and commercials and films and oh, I can't even tell you how many projects I got through them. So it is fantastic. So HollywoodOS.com. Now, uh-oh, I'm excited. Albert, are you excited? Excited? Yeah. 
He's excited. We are excited because Ted Shred is in the house. Now, let me just tell you how I met Mr. Ted Shred. Um, we, I first met him, we, I worked a couple times with a lady named, oh my God, hold on, uh, Kiyomi and... Ted? Winnie McKay. Winnie McKay of the <laughs> LA Circus. And uh, they book all kinds of events. They book everything, I guess, not only circus related, because it, it is LA Circus, but I would imagine they do different kinds of things. But relating to me, I was called to work uh, this uh, project called the fifth annual Igor Award Ceremony. And I thought, what the heck are they possibly doing over there? What did... And so I went over there and of course I was booked as, um, what did they call me? My name was Buttercup. Of course, Ted pointed that out. I didn't even know. I was like, I gotta have a character. And he's like, well, what about Buttercup? And I'm like, Buttercup? Buttercup and there's the name over top where I'm supposed to stand so I thought oh yeah that's a great name now I use it as my regular character name thank you Mr. Ted Shred but it's a, it's a perfect name so um, he was there and with his lovely 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 uh, better half I always say the woman's the better half uh, Carol Tatum and um, she had a big I think it was an albino snake but mm -hmm. I could be right it was an about, about albino snake and uh, he was uh, doing hosting what that was doing? the Ringmaster. You were he was the ringmaster of the whole show. And uh it was a great award. It was at NBC Universal yeah, Studio. Universal Studios. Universal yeah. Studios. And uh they were doing uh giving out awards for various horror film and uh some of the people there were david navarro i believe uh zombie that's yeah zombie rob, got, zombie. rob zombie yeah, he was, was the there. big guy there because he had that um house of a thousand corpses the, the sequel to that was out right uh, oh no and actually it was the michael myers the halloween remake is what he was there for right promoting that yeah and uh his uh i guess that's his wife she was one of the stars in there as well as he him directing it right and then uh david arquette who mm -hmm. uh sat on my lap and i got a couple of free feels out of that i can still remember that <laughs> whole sensation I uh, recall that in my dark moments every Friday and Saturday night when Albert's on at a gig but we won't talk about that now because <laughs> Albert's right here of course he never pays attention to me he hears me running my mouth all day every day so things just go in and out he never really hears what the hell I'm talking about I could just talk all kinds of stuff he doesn't know unless I say Albert are you listening but uh, met Ted we just hit it off I thought he was wonderful I thought Carol was the sweetest thing not only is she so beautiful, but the way she works that snake, I said, I know why he pursued her. <laughs> but without further ado, welcome so much. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank welcome. you for having me here. This is great. When I got the phone call, I had to jump to the chances. I said, I got, you know, you've got a waiting list of people trying to get on this show. And congratulations for the success of thank this. This you. is great. And thank you for having me. Oh, thank you, Micah. Well, you know, I, I just said, oh my gosh, he is perfect to come on the show because usually I have producers and directors actors and actors and singers but i've never had anyone of your artistic expertise well mentioning all this i do direct do i do produce do i'm also a casting director i did lighting and film i've done everything in film except i have i haven't done actual wardrobe or craft service 
I've oh. done special <laughs> effects makeup. I've done crazy stuff. Now I'm a stunt coordinator. I right. train exotic animals. And what you're what and I'm, you have exotic animals. Exactly. Don't you have yes, a ton do. of exotic animals? What all do you have in your backyard? Well, I think. Right? Yeah, I, I can't mention everything because okay. I am in the city zone there. You know, okay. and I don't want them knocking on my doors and hey, uh, Mr. Shred, we hear well, there's a rhinoceros in your backyard. And, you know, but wait you. a minute, you are an escape artist, so you go to prison, you can get out. Absolutely, I've got I've escaped from more executioners' docks than you know, Missy. <laughs> so what are some of the animals that you have? Because you right. not only have them, it's not like you keep them as pets per se. You also use them yes. in your in your various companies. And let me just, pre- before he tells us, he does, as you just heard, he does so many things. Um, and these animals are just cared for, I guess, in the most loving way. I mean, he just take, treats them like they're his babies. They are my babies. They are I have, your babies. I have no so. kids. All my kids have scales, claws, fur, and feathers, you know? <laughs> so they are treated with the utmost respect and admiration. And uh, these are part of his... Uh, of his uh, yeah. workforce. Uh, we, we have an exotic animal company called Tropical Exotics, and I rent animals out for the film industry for movies, commercials, music videos, still photos. And I got to point out, every time I talk about the animals, PETA comes down on me and starts coming after me and stuff. And, I, you know, I really have to say, we did a show on Animal Planet called Who Gets the Dog? And I rescued all the dogs on that show, and it's in reruns right now. And we, were, uh, we gave away, I think, like 16 to 18 dogs that were all on death row in the various shelters in uh, South Central LA, Downey, and places where most people really wouldn't go looking for dogs. I went there and I got the dogs that were on death row, brought them to the show. We basically uh, had to rehabilitate some and work with them to get them back to trust the people again. And then we used them for the show and all of them. I kept in touch with everybody. All those dogs are in happy homes now. And the whole time I worked on that show, PETA came after me and said, you know, you're exploiting these animals. You're doing this, that. No, I'm not. I'm giving a second chance to these animals is what I'm doing. Because if it wasn't for me intercepting them, they would have been euthanized right now. Absolutely. And, and, and not only for just the dogs, but you have uh, you know, other species Oh, absolutely. As well. I've rescued all kinds of reptiles. I used to have probably over 500 snakes at one point in my career. But I've got it down to about 25 snakes right now. We have tortoises. We have box turtles. We have frogs. We have parrots, macaws, cockatoos, Amazon parrots, African greys. We've got uh, rescued wildlife that couldn't go back into the wild like we've got a squirrel that's been hand raised as a baby and he's now going on 10 years old named Poncho which amazes everybody that he's lived this long and he's running around like a teenager. We've, <laughs> re- we've rescued unwanted wolf and wolf hybrids. We've rescued we rescued orangutans from Michael Jackson's ranch believe it or not. <gasps> Michael out! Jackson Michael Jackson abandoned the animals and oh! I hate to you know bring this up but they. Bring it up we want scoops. Alright well Michael left and the animals were left there with no food, no water. The power got turned off. Everything got turned off. And some of the trainers that used to work there and the keepers came back to check on the animals and realized that they'd been abandoned there. Oh. Even though there's guards there watching the place, no one was taking care of the animals. So a lot of these great Hollywood trainers and animal be- uh, behavioralists that work in Hollywood in the film industry got together. They trucked in water, food, and took care of these animals out of their own pocket. Oh. And so as they're finding homes for these animals and stuff, they can't just go to anyone's backyard. They got to go to somebody that has got zoo permits someone that's got the means to be able to fund and take care of that we have a caller hold on we're gonna check we got someone calling in who wants to talk to mr ted shred you're on the air hello mr shred i just think you're just fascinating and um i was wondering i'm on your website right now and uh see you with the picture with you in the fire how did you get 
your love what's what sparked as they say your love for fire <laughs> well that's, that's funny <laughs> that spark was a concert back in i think it was either 1977 i think it was or 78 it was cheap trick and kiss and i was a young impressionable adult at the age of 14 or 15 i think it was about 14 and i was in the uh-huh. front row and gene simmons blue fire and people went crazy and i said you know what uh, that's cool i'm gonna go home and try uh, it and of course, oh I, I don't recommend this to anybody. So any young influential adults and children out there, please don't try this. There's better things to do than eat and breathe fire. But, <laughs> but with this, I mean, it's a lost art. You don't see this that much anymore. So I uh, actually pursued yeah. on it. And I there's no school you could go to. Well, I guess now there's a lot of people that are doing it since the fame of Burning Man, that big festival out in the desert. And mm-hmm. uh, whoa, the ceiling's falling. That would falling. be me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, um. The, there's a lot of people that are doing it now, and I guess there's videos you can get on it now. And, stuff. and you know, the thing is, anything that you're going to do with fire is very dangerous, and uh-huh. it's something that can be very detrimental to your well-being. And the fuels uh-huh. that you use when you do the fire eating and fire breathing, even though you don't swallow it, it's still in your mouth, and it's going to be absorbed uh-huh. through the membranes of your mouth and tongue and stuff, and it will damage your liver and kidneys. And a lot of people mm-hmm. don't realize this. A lot of the fire manipulators are fire eater, fire breathers of the back in the day of the you know the 20s 30s 40s and 50s and 60s a lot of those guys didn't make it past 45 to 50 because mm. liver kidney failure or accidents of blowbacks where the fire comes back on them and burns them and ends their career i mean they may not die from it but they're not going to go back and do it wow. and it's just it's very very dangerous i've been very uh-huh. lucky knock on wood that's my head uh-huh. um <laughs> that um I have never been seriously burned. I've had minor burns here or there, usually working on movies because movies really uh, take a lot out of you. Like if you see the movie Stigmata, The Crow 2, mm-hmm. Big Fat Liar, Charlie's Angels, I did all the mm-hmm. fire breathing in there. And there's TV shows like CSI New York. Oh, Pushing Daisies I just did uh, last month. I think it's airing this month. There's an episode of Circus Scene, and they're using me to edit a swear word. One of the guys is about ready to say a swear word, and then the fire goes right through between them, the two actors, and that edits him from saying a bad word on air. On TV, and I thought that was a great use of that. It was pretty interesting. But um, when you when you see me do that on uh, film and stuff, I'm having to blow fire not just once, not twice, sometimes up to sixty times, and that's a lot of fuel that I'm having to consume, put my body, and and it's not it's not it's being swallowed, but it's being absorbed in there and stuff. So when I'm done doing that, I well actually before I start, I drink a lot of water to get the urinary tract going. Then I go ahead and I drink a lot of water afterwards because it does dehydrate you and stuff too, especially uh-huh. eating the fire. Then I uh, drink aloe vera juice, about a gallon of that the day after. I take a lot of herbs. I take charcoal tablets to help filter that out. Um, I know some people eat burnt toast. Like Gene Simmons used to say he ate burnt toast to help filter a lot of that out of his system. And I get a blood test twice a year. And so far, after all these years of doing it, and I don't want to say how many years it is because I don't want to give away my age. But, you know, I'm not as young as I sound. But the, uh, the thing is, is that um, – uh, I haven't had any traces of any toxins show up in my system, thank God. Oh and God. Um, the thing okay. is, is you know, with eating and blowing fire, it's like chewing tobacco. You just don't want to do it in the wind. <laughs> Does that answer your question, caller? Yes, yeah. that was a very interesting. I did have one more question, if that's all right. Sure. sure. Um, I come, I'm like a closet circus wannabe, okay? Oh, we love <laughs> you. Time- we love you. Really? Yeah. I Because I was thinking, I've always thought, every time I see the circus or anything about it, I think, you know, 
I would love to do something like that, but I never have. Are you open to people that have never done it, but if they're good enough, you know, they could join your act, or how does that work? You know what, work? yeah, you know, I've trained some of the people in my group. I mean, I used to be like a one-man show, and then I realized, you know, it's it's neat to be known for a lot of things, but a lot of people just think that, you know, being a jack-of-all-trades is being a, a nobody, basically, because you, uh-huh. you can't specialize in one thing. And I'm one of these people that had ADD, you know, and now that uh-huh. they call it uh, ADHD, because mm-hmm. I uh, attention deficit disorder and high definition. Yeah, high, <laughs> high, yeah, high <laughs> definition. Yeah, so basically we focus on things a little more detailed than the jealous people that don't have it. <laughs> so there's nothing wrong with having ADD. So if people out there understand it is a gift, okay? When I was young, they called uh-huh. it being hyperactive, and they want to put you on Ritalin. Yeah. My mom bought me a drum set instead. She uh, made me play drums and stuff for an hour so I can oh, wear myself wow. down. I can focus on my homework. And, you know, that works in training animals too, but that's a whole different story. But getting back to this, yeah. Um, I have trained people in certain things. I don't train them in the fire, though. I trained one guy once, and he didn't listen to what I had to say, and the fire came back on him and burned him. Mm. And people, it was at an audition, too. It was for, Mm. I think, a Chevy commercial. And uh, this guy went to it, and he came back, and he goes, look at this video. They even gave me a copy of my tape where I caught on fire. And I go, what? (laughs) He goes, yeah. And I'm watching it, and on the tape that they did, they asked him, where did you learn to do this? And he mentioned my name. So now (gasps) it makes me look like an idiot for teaching this guy who lit himself on fire and it's like no i didn't teach this guy to do i taught this guy safety not you know irresponsibility <laughs> so it's i won't train people in things like that that is up to yeah. you to find out on your own but any other stuff there's other circus stuff you could do i mean there's it's circus is great it's all it's like a a lost art you don't see as many circuses as you used to uh-huh uh-huh okay well great well maybe i'll, I'll maybe i'll give you a call and we can talk more about it i i I, I love I love fan dancing, and I noticed you had a male fan ah, dancer, and yes. I'm a big Sally Rand fan. So, oh, wow, that's awesome! <laughs> yeah, so I've always wanted to do that, and so maybe I'll give you a call. We could talk about it. <laughs> Absolutely, you know, and I am also on MySpace. All you MySpace people out there, you can look me up on Ted Shred, comma PiratesForHire.com. And yeah, I'm a pirate also, okay. that, but we're going to talk about that on another show, I think. But right now we're talking about the circus stuff, and I'm glad you called in. So, well, you know, thank you so much. Hunt me down, and you know, any questions, anything I can help you with, feel free to you know, shout at me or drop oh. me a line. Thank and, you. What, what's, thank your, you what's your name so Ted will remember you? What's My name's Kelly. Kelly. All right, Kelly. Kelly. No, what's your circus <laughs> name, Kelly? you got to come up with a circus name. My circus name? Oh, my gosh. Uh... Something with a, about a fan. I'm a, I definitely want to do the fan thing. So, Calfania. Uh, <laughs> uh, but what is that? Calfania. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Calfania. Okay, well, we'll, we'll all get together we'll work and, on and it. brainstorm. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling, Kelly. And Kelly, wh- where were you calling oh, from? Ca- where were you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from uh, L.A. Oh, okay, great. So you're in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give me a holler. I, you know, you, my, you know my number. It's on the website. Give me a holler. I will, Ted. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, caller. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Priscilla. Okay, bye-bye. bye-bye. That's great. Yeah. It's really I, fun. I, it's... And you know what? I think it's all the circus performers and all the variety arts performers start off somewhere wanting to do something, and the fact that they're afraid to go out and really give it a shot or try, mm-hmm. I encourage it. Go out and try, especially if you're in Los Angeles. I mean, right. this is it's like being in Las Vegas, home of entertainment and stuff like that in L.A. I think everyone should try. You know, people may not realize how many people are hired for private corporate events that Absolutely. you specific you are a huge corporate 
producer and you have just about every type of talent. Tell the people how many people are interested not only for private parties, but corporate parties as well. There's a big, huge It's a huge market. And it's not just in L.A. for it either. We just opened an office in Arizona. I'm originally from uh, a little town called Goodyear in uh, uh, near Phoenix, Arizona, and my sister lives out there. And we actually opened a company, and it's going to be based out of Scottsdale, the actual office. But we got the company up and going right now out of her office in Mesa, Arizona. And uh, my event planning company is called Double Dog Dare Events, and it's like the old saying: "I double dog dare you." Right. You know, you dare me, you uh, double dare me, but when you double dog dare me, I have to do it. So. (laughs) That's where it all came Double from. Double dog dare. Yeah. So, what type of uh, what type of people call for events, and what are the most popular things they call for? You know what? The most popular thing that they call for is me to come up with something that's never been done before. Uh-huh. That I get some people always call me, Ted. We saw this event you did, we, or we participated in this one, or we heard about it, and they said we want something like that, but completely fresh and new. Mm-hmm. So it's a challenge, but you know, with this ADD thing going, it works. For me so I've turned that into a benefit as opposed to a handicap and I, I always I always make comments about that but it, it is true like what and type of I've event? done I've what done Moroccan uh, parties which a lot of people see that with the belly dancer you know and the nice right. decor and the lanterns but I take it to that next level Uh-oh. I had one of my celebrity clients actually three of them were standing together and they said they said Ted you're the king of extreme themes, so I have to live up to that. I am the king of extreme themes. <laughs> so when they it. come to me and they say, oh, we want a Moroccan party, you don't just get a belly dancer. You get several belly dancers. Right. You get one dancing with swords, one dancing with veils, and one dancing with snakes. Ooh. You also get fakirs. What's I, fakirs? I, I, I didn't say a bad word. Fakir is the, <laughs> the Moroccan magician, the strolling oh. magician that does stuff with ropes and sand and all kinds of things that you would find in a marketplace in Morocco or you know somewhere you know along the Barbary Coast or something. And these uh, fakirs or magicians, they did all kinds of sleight of hand things, cup and ball routines and stuff. So I have fakirs I bring in and then also pickpockets. What? You know, you, we, got, we got people dressed. Uh, I hire extras. I hire actors to come dressed like uh, – street beggars and people like that with wooden bowls and as they're talking to you and giving their spiel this guy's picking your pocket taking your jewelry off you your watches and stuff and then when he's all done and telling you the story he says oh anyone have the time and they all look for their watch i don't have it he pulls up his sleeve he's got four watches on his wrist and says this one's yours that one's yours and by the way your wallet's in her purse and your purse is with her and your purse is over here and you know he mixes everything up and he can do this without you knowing and he's really good we have also uh we bring in some cirque style performers and we throw them in Moroccan costumes and oh. put on Moroccan music and some of the music we use is written by my girlfriend Carol Tatum uh-huh. her band is Angels of Venice the, the world music so she has like a real popular song on there called uh, one of her CDs called um uh, Sins of Salome, mm-hmm. Queen of the Sun, and there's a couple other Moroccan ones, and we use that for the performers to perform to. Right. And then besides the performers, we include the exotic animals. The oh. one thing that I have to really push about the animals, that Hollywood is not as busy as it used to be. Mm. And a lot of animals live here and are here trained for the film industry, and they're not being used. Oh. And these people can't afford to keep them, and things oh. are happening. So I try to find work from it and incorporate them in the parties and the events. And, uh, you know, uh, unknown by PETA, because they really don't take the time to understand and see this, Mm -hmm. these animals have been raised in captivity. All their connection is is with people, and they enjoy it. These animals thrive on it. And if they look like they're not having a good time, then we break them, and we take, go ahead and relieve them from that. We don't make them do things that they don't want to do. But all of our animals work with us. So we bring in for the Moroccan party, I'll bring in tigers. 
Wow. I'll bring in baboons. What? I'll bring in monkeys. We'll bring in the snakes for the snake charmer, belly dancer. <gasps> we bring in camels. We bring in elephants. I mean, anything you could find in Morocco. I got sheiks walking around with falcons on their wrists. I've got uh, uh, Arab sheiks with macaw parrots because a lot of them were brought over there with the British and French when they went uh-huh. to Morocco. But, you know, there was a lot of interesting things in that Moroccan party. And that was I'm just barely scratching the surface of what I do at a Moroccan party. Then we can go to a Cirque-style party. We can go to a Rat Pack party. We have a great Frank, Dean, and Sammy. Wow. They come out and sing and perform, do photo ops. We bring the gambling tables in and not just the gambling table you see at the average party all our stuff is full scale uh, regulation size what you find in Vegas or any of the Indian casinos we bring in and we replace our tables every year Mm. so we have brand new really great looking equipment for that we do western parties we have mechanical bulls we have gun spinners we got trick ropers I do trick roping we have bullwhip artistry I do bullwhip artistry (laughs) we have knife throwers I do knife throwing and we have uh, tomahawk throwers we have Indian hoop dancers we also then incorporate with that live buffalo longhorns We have also uh, horses and carriages, like buckboards and stuff. We pick the people up and bring them into the party if you want. We just did one like that at the Rose Bowl for a big law firm, and they had about 1,000 to 2,000 guests, and we brought them to the party. Oh, we have another caller. He is popular today. You are on the air, caller. Go ahead. Hello. Are you there? Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Maybe they'll call back. Call back because we just missed your call for some reason. But what's a buckboard? A buckboard is a uh, wagon that they used to use. You'd see it like on uh, Death Valley days and Big Valley and all the old westerns and stuff. And it was what they would throw cargo in and stuff like that. And they'd pick it up from the general store and take it back to the ranch. It has like the the one uh, seat up front and the big open back. But we put uh, straw in the back there. And everyone gets to sit on that. And we take them into the... Uh, into the event and the party that way. We do Victorian tea parties. Stop it. And we bring people uh, costumes. And oh, oh, when we do the fun parties too, what I always like to do is like to add to the parties and make it even more spectacular. So when they say, oh, we want a Victorian tea party or we want a Phantom of the Opera party or Mardi Gras, what do we do about costumes? I work with the local costume houses because all these costume houses are running out of work too right now yeah. with the decline of uh, Hollywood. Right. But the thing is, is that we incorporate their costumes for our guests and stuff. And we have a costume fitting party we'll all bring bartenders and food servers and hors d'oeuvres and anyone gets fitted for their costume before the party so they have a pre-party to the party and then we have the big party and like the Victorian dinner party we'll have uh, actual Victorian coaches and horses have people park at a location and bring them to the house or the location we supply china crystal silverware my girlfriend Carol Tatum will play the harp we have violinists we have poetry readers we have harpsichord players you know we have all kinds of stuff to go with that we have dancers and stuff and then we do the Phantom of the Opera party which is very similar it's with gowns up I have actual people that toured with the companies of uh, Phantom of the Opera and they're singing as they come in so we have the Phantom and we have Christina as your greeters and your host and you know we include lighting packages and the sound oh. systems I mean we can do everything to make it spectacular from the ground up when you come to one of my events it's not just the visual you feel it in the air. You feel it right when you when you enter, when you leave your car and you enter the party. We transform you back to whatever you want to be at or ahead mm-hmm. to where we've done futuristic parties. We've combined them. We can combine like up to three themes, and we call it our fusion parties. When you get over three themes, it becomes confusion. Yeah, but <laughs> I would imagine. Now, I I, 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 I noticed that you have a, a person that, because you want to, uh, of course, capture those memories, and you have someone that also will go around and take pictures, We have right? a lot of great photographers. The one I work with the most is a good friend of mine, Tiger Lee. Tiger and I have known each other since we were five years old. His father and my father owned a restaurant together in uh, Phoenix, Arizona called... Uh, the um, 
south of the border. Uh-huh. It was Mexican food and Chinese food. Oh. And you, when you enter from the Mexican side, you had a, a Spanish archway. When you came in through the China, Chinese side, you had a pagoda-shaped archway. Oh, my archway. God, that's cute. And they won Best uh, Chinese Buffet every year by the New Times Weekly out in Arizona. And then um, we had the Best Chimichanga for uh, Mexican mm. food over there. And they had that for several years. And Tiger and I have known each other since we were little kids. And we lost track of each other about, oh. about 16 years of age. You know, we went to two separate high schools. We right. got our cars, went our separate ways. And we haven't seen each other since. And then about oh. six, seven years years ago carol was doing a photo shoot with a gentleman down in san diego lo and behold it was tiger lee and i did not know he was being called tiger lee his real name is tony lou like my real name is ted paulson and he didn't know me as ted shred so we're like looking at each other i go do you have family in arizona and he says yeah i'm from arizona and i said do you know david lou he goes that's my dad and i'm like oh my god i go Tony? And he goes, yeah. I go, Tony Lou? Yeah, I go, Ted Paul. So he goes, oh my God. So when we did karate and stuff together, we used to call him Tony the Tiger. Uh-huh. And we both like Bruce Lee movies. So that's where he got Tiger Lee. Oh, and then Ted sense. Shred came to me because I was a little kid running around saying, if I like something, I go, it shreds or you're a shredder. Yeah. Let's go shred. So my mom nicknamed me Ted Shred. Ted Shred. And then... Music came along, and I had to have a cool heavy metal rock and roll name back in the 80s. I'm a drummer, by the way. That's why I got the drum tattoo on my arm there. But um, I played drums for many years. I was on a couple labels, didn't go anywhere or anything. But Ted Shred. You put your ADD to good use. I I just don't know what it is you don't do. I can imagine you've made pizzas in your lifetime. Yes, I did. What did I tell you? Yes, I did. My first job. I was throwing pizzas in the window at a place called uh, Mazzoni's. I I challenged someone to call in and to name an occupation that Ted Shred hasn't participated in. I'm going to have to think because I've just <laughs> run out of ideas. Psychiatry. I haven't worked on that yet. Ah. <laughs> but, you know, also one of the cool things that Ted does is um, he, what he did mention is that he does pirates. Now, are we talking about that on the next show? Because uh, yeah, we, we can talk about Because so, yeah. you also do pirates yeah. for hire, which I think is so cool. What do you do with that? Oh, you, you, you got to check out the website, piratesforhire.com. Okay. We we are um, all actors in Hollywood, like we've been talking about, and a lot of my guys worked on Pirates of the Caribbean, one through three, and four's on the way. They're getting ready to start working on it. That's at least what the rumor has been going around and stuff, yeah. but uh, everyone's kind of waiting to find out for sure if it's going to lock down for four and five. Okay. I, well, we better just stop at four. Four and five? <laughs> oh, my God. But uh, the thing is, is that... Um, uh, the people that worked on it, a lot of the actors and stuff and stunt people and extras are friends of mine, and we've known each other, and they love the pirate scene. And I've been a part of the pirate scene. Uh, I did, like, the Renaissance fairs and stuff, and I started doing pirates back in uh, 1970, no, excuse me, 1992, I think, is when I mm-hmm. first started. And a friend of mine, Bullet Valmont, um, he was the one that got me started into the whole pirate scene. And about 1998, we started a business called Pirates for Hire because I, I kept telling everybody, you know, doing these parties and stuff, right. cowboys were popular, but I go, someone's going to want pirates. So we were doing like one pirate show about every two, three months. And then when the movie came out, we're doing about 10 pirate shows every weekend. Wow. I mean, it, it it got crazy at one point. And that's, I think, why Bullet left. Bullet took a retirement and left the group. <laughs> uh, he just couldn't keep up with it anymore. Have you ever worked with a gentleman called, uh, I think his name is Steve Raleigh? That sounds really familiar. Because he does a pirate show uh, for uh, Knott's Berry Farm. He's in charge of all the pirates down there. And I met him at one of Winnie McKay's gigs at, uh, Uh what was it? I think Carol... 
wait a minute, you and Carol were there. Were you there at the one? uh, It was a club in Hollywood, the Basque or the. Oh, no, I heard about it. We were invited. We didn't go. No, no, we weren't there. But no, he sounds familiar. I probably know him. I mean, when people go to the uh, MySpace site, you're going to see a lot of different things. And there's a lot of pirates. There's a huge pirate community connected to my MySpace. So if people want to hire pirates, Mm -hmm. what would would one do? Okay, if they say, I want to hire pirates, but I don't really know what to do. What would you have them do at the party? Well, we come in, we drink your booze, we uh, grab your wenches, <laughs> and you get a photograph. No. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do you we... get any good pirate loving? Why? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> or do you have to pay extra for the pirate well, loving? Well, you, you know what? There's been, there's been well, people have been asking, they go, what, what are pirate pickup lines? And I go, pickup lines? I start thinking about it. I go, wow, you know, you stiffen me timbers, you raise me Jolly Roger, ah. things like that, you know. <laughs> you know, but, you know, the thing is that it's really funny. The the, the girls, the, I, the ladies love the pirates yeah and we have captain jack sparrow we have captain hook and we have now added a captain davy jones who's incredible oh. we're just going to be adding him on the website the website needs to be updated it has none of the websites have been updated in the last two years because mm. we've been so busy right this last night i had five parties last night <gasps> we did two shows in the city of beverly hills we had a magic act at the uh city of beverly hills last night with uh, the great uh mark pascal oh. he performed there we had uh carol my girlfriend carol tatum carol played at the Doheny Mansion, Greystone Mansion for the high tea up there. Okay. I had a friend of mine from Guitar Center. He's one of the buyers. Glenn Noyes had an anniversary party and we had a wonderful fortune teller by the name of Susanna over there doing fortune telling for him. And then my good friend Ruben McBlue who owns Rock City News and LA Actor, that new uh, new uh, magazine that's out. Uh, they just moved and we had a grand opening of their new location party last night. I was doing fire eating and fire breathing there. But I mean that's pretty much wow. every weekend we have the average of five to you know six parties. You must on. be so super rich my god now you i know. know who to call albert when we need a loan we got to call ted shred well you know what the problem is is that i just can't keep charging the rates that i want to because i love people i really yeah. love people and not everybody's got jim carrey or tom cruise's budget or rolls royce or cheesecake factory but you know yeah, that's a good thing to talk about yeah. i mean it seems like with the parties you do it seems like it they're so extravagant the average person can't afford that. absolutely is, is that so true? what i do is i work with people and you know and i don't people listening don't take advantage of me and start calling okay. me and say oh <laughs> I heard you on the radio and I don't have this much money and then suddenly yeah. I pull up and you got three Rolls Royces in your garage and stuff and you hired me for a hundred bucks okay? yeah. <laughs> no, I don't appreciate gonna, that he's going to bring some of the animals in and let them <laughs> loose on you so I wouldn't recommend that but you can accompany the the budget within if, reason if, I if tell people I tell people you know this is my pricing within reason let me know what you want to spend let right. me see what I can do I don't turn anyone away and within reason um the last couple years, we had um, a client. She is wonderful, and she's up in the Valencia area. Mm-hmm. And she called me and wanted to do a birthday party for her son. She's a school teacher, single mom, and she's a survivor of cancer. Oh. And she couldn't do anything for her son for like three, four years, like birthday parties or anything. I wanted to do something special, and she couldn't afford me. So I brought the whole crew, and we did the party for free. Oh. And her guests and family members got together, and they all tipped us. And I, I told them, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. But, yeah, I have a soft spot in my heart for single moms, school teachers, 
anyone working in the education program that's mm-hmm. helping our youth right. and survivors of devastating things of cancer, heart conditions, things like that, I will do my best to accommodate you with what I can help you with. Uh, I, it, to me, it's not about the money. Mm-hmm. I do have to feed the animals. I do have to pay the bills. Right. Uh, you know, I have to keep the costumes clean. <laughs> right. You know, but the thing is, it's not about the money. To me, it's about being a human being and looking out for one another and helping each other. And if I can bring a smile to somebody's face, a little joy to them, take them away from the negativity and the bad things in the world today, I'm there for you. I'm the guy. Woo! Ted is there. Even if you can only hire one pirate, I bet you that pirate's going to make you feel good. Whatever one pirate can do. I mean, at Magic Axe or whatever they do. No, Missy, we'll come down there. We'll show you a great time. We'll take you you on a whole adventure away, away from here. Take you away from all these bad, evil things and just join the pirates. Go to Never Never Land. You know, (laughs) be a lost boy. (laughs) There's something for you. Ted Shrek can hook you up. So uh, let's talk about a couple of, we only have a couple more minutes. I want to talk about some of your performers. Now, of course, you're the fire manipulator. You have someone called Jack Dagger, King of Flame. Ah, the King of Flame. That's amazing. The incredible, the Jack Dagger, precision knife thrower extraordinaire. He specializes in the arts of impaling instruments and throwing them around a living target without hitting them. He's amazing. Jack, uh, exactly. uh, He's also known as Todd Abrams, and he's an amazing knife thrower, axe thrower. He also works bull whips as well, too. He's an incredible guy. And he's ambidextrous. We just found this out. He had a hand injury. He didn't turn down a show for him. He showed up and threw left-handed. And threw amazing. I'm like, wow, this is cool. (laughs) And I told her, this could be one of the best shows ever. Let's go watch. No, No, I know. (laughs) And then you have someone else, which I love this name, Madam Ming. What does Madam Ming do? Oh, she is a fine, sexy little missy she is. You didn't hear that, Carol. (laughs) Madam Ming. Nancy Luna. She lives up north in the Bay Area. She's an incredible contortionist. If Nancy hears Everyone knows Nancy. Tell her Ted Shred said hi. Call me. But no, Nancy, um, we fly her in for special events and stuff, and she is an amazing contortionist. She can do things and bend in positions no that you, wonder can, you that have a the men can only dream about. Ah, <laughs> we knew you like Madame Ming for a reason. And then, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, but Duvalier. Du- Duvalier. Duvalier, the, the impenetrable. Oh, absolutely. Duvalier, the impenetrable. And he, do? he does the bed of nails and the ladder of blades. He'll lay on a bed of real nails Ooh. and we'll put bricks on them and break them on while they're on fire. We have people stand on them. We'll have people tap dance on them, pirouette on them, and he gets up and no blood, nothing. Hopefully. He hasn't been impaled wow. yet. And then the ladder of blades... This is a hard act to follow. He takes machetes that are razor sharp, uh-huh. and he demonstrates the, how sharp they are by cutting paper oh, and cool. cutting uh, carrots and cucumbers with it. Then he locks them in on his ladder from Home Depot. <laughs> I have to get plug in there. No. <laughs> they uh, sponsored us there with that. But we put the blades in there, and he walks up a ladder of machetes with his bare feet. Oh, my God. And he can't rock or move. Or it will slice up between his bones <gasps> or tendons. I mean, they're razor sharp. He walks up them, gets to the top, stands with one foot up there, and then, then descends back down him without oh cutting his feet and he was he is a professional ballet dancer i did not see He's anything amazing. like that on america's got talent where was he all of your acts <laughs> could have auditioned for that show that would have been a good one he would have won 
What about a uh, Katiana serpent sorceress? I imagine that's with the. Oh, absolutely. She's a the, she's a great yeah. belly dancer, and she works with snakes and serpents. And she's a magician, a sorceress. Oh. She uh, produces. Uh, there's three uh, illusions or magic acts where she produces snakes and dances with them, and it's just amazing. The final one is great. We put her in a basket. It's called the Hindu sword basket, and you just see usually people get in it and you put all the swords in it, uh-huh. and you pull them out and they come out. Da Not Katya. You put her in it. She dances. She wiggles. She gyrates. Gets down into this little basket. Basket, we run about a dozen swords through it. Oh. Nothing oozes out. Nothing seeps out. Thank I mean, she God. keeps it together. We don't know how. Woo. We pull the swords out to release it. We pull the lid off. And what comes up? A big albino python. Oh, my god! 12 to 18 feet, depending on which one we're using that day, comes oh. up out of that basket. And it keeps coming out. And coming. we pull this big snake out of there. And then suddenly she pops out like... That's no oh big deal. God, it's so fascinating. Now, what about who? A uh, Brandy, the aerial artist. I've oh, seen that. Brandy That's with the silk yep. scarves that come yeah. down. Brandy, Brandy's very famous. She did the Motley Crue tours. Uh, That's uh, was very popular stuff. right now. Yeah, aerial she, artist. Yeah, she she studied over at the Cirque du Soleil school in uh, is it Montreal? I mm-hmm. guess it is in Canada. And um, she does uh, the silk or the tissues. She does chains, where she does the same thing with chain stuff. She has a Spanish web, the straps. She's very, very talented very and very beautiful girl. She's down south, uh, down the San Diego area. Is she? Yeah. Now, who's Raphael, Lord of Illusion? Ah, uh, Raphael is- Gomez. Uh, he just happens to be dating Katya. But, oh, uh, Raphael. see, we get a little <laughs> circus scoop here. Yeah. <laughs> They're a great couple. But Raphael, he's Lord of Illusions. He does magic. He specializes in dove magic, card magic, slide hand he does illusions and stuff he does uh, a metamorphosis that's really really good where he switches uh, himself with Katya out of a, a box a crate they do a thing called the interlude where a person crawls right through the middle of him while he's standing Ooh. and comes right out of him it's amazing oh, the stuff he does oh I want to see that uh, Swami of El Monte how oh, cute is that amazing Bill Perone Bill Perone he's the Swami from El Monte he does mentalism and mind reading he does lots of things he's another great magician and stuff and all these magicians I'm talking about are members of the Magic Castle, by the way, too. Ah, so, I mean, these guys important. are all very credible and really talented. But Bill Perone is the Swami from El Monte. He can do mentalism, mind reading. He's amazing. Oh, he sounds good. Now, this is the fun, this is the most fun title, Count Smokula. The greatest entertainer in the world. I uh, love that. He's our hundred and something year old uh, vampire uh Borscht, uh, uh, ringmaster, Count Smokula comes out. He's kind of a cross between Count Dracula and Mel Brooks. Ooh. He's got the sense of humor. He's got that great accent of being the Borscht, the greatest entertainer in the world. Ah, and he has, that uh, Yiddish thing going Oh, absolutely. On. And he is the one of the most talented people I know. A lot of yeah. people just know him as Count Smokula. His name is uh, Bob Miles, or Smokey Miles, we call him. And he was uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame with a artist that... Um, Oh, who was the gentleman that did that song, Put a Spell on Me? Um, something Hawkins, Screaming. Oh, oh, Screaming Jay Hawkins. Yeah, Screaming Jay Hawkins. He played with him and his band and stuff. He recorded with them. And Smokey plays the accordion with us as Count Smokula. And it's hilarious. He'll take pop songs like Britney Spears' Oops, I Did It Again. And uh-huh. be, Oops, I Did It Again. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and he plays the accordion to that. And when I come out and do a performance, he'll sometimes like do the interlude of my fire performance with Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire. Oh, my God. <laughs> he sounds fun. I'd like to see him, too. And then we got Rania the Belly Dancer. That's self-explanatory. Rania. Rania. Oh, Rania. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, and she, she is um, one of the uh, belly dancers of the universe champions. I mean, she's oh. competed in this competition. Competition and she's a fabulous 
beautiful and very exquisitely trained belly dancer does mm. greek uh does middle eastern i mean she does so many different dances and she travels all around the world teaching and stuff she's got two schools in orange county one now near huntington beach and i forget where the yeah, second people one don't realize that belly dancing is not just one type of feel the moroccan oh, feel no. there's all different types of belly dancing so we got felix lopez master uh, trick roper felix lopez is an amazing cowboy uh, this guy is the world champion trick roper. He's in the Guinness Book of World Records. Um, I, I think he still is like the record holder. He does uh, trick roping, and uh, he also does uh, works bull whips and stuff. He's a mm-hmm. great cowboy, and he just performed with us at the Rose Bowl doing one of our cowboy parties there. He's amazing. My God. Cranko the Clown. I assume that's a mad, crazy, demented. He is. Cranko, our clown. Cl- David Lowe. David Lowe is Cranko the Clown, and he does his tribute to Evil Knievel. And he goes on a unicycle. He's known as Hell on Wheel. (laughs) (laughs) And he he jumps over 24 balloon animals. And he does this all on a unicycle, half crock drunk. And (laughs) he goes over and does it. it. Sometimes he only does 23, but don't worry, that last one's usually the poodle. That's, Nobody cares the poodle gets yeah, the it. Poodle, <laughs> the poodle's out of here. Uh, Rio the fan dancer? Absolutely. Rio is... Uh, is that who you were talking about with yes, the yeah. Kelly collar? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rio is an incredible fan dancer. You might see him in some of the local goth clubs around LA and stuff. And that's where I met him. He was dancing, doing fan dancing. And I incorporated him in one of our Cirque shows we did with some of the Cirque performers. And it was incredible. He came up all airbrushed and painted like a white tiger with blue cat contacts in, little loincloth, and did this amazing fan dance to music, all choreographed stuff. And we used him as a little filler while we were changing the stage, and he became like the hit. And so we've incorporated him in a lot of different things now. He's one of my pirates, and he'll come out at pirate shows and stuff with the pirate bands, and he'll do fan dancing with them. Oh, so you said that was with no clothes, painted white? Yeah, with with a loincloth and stuff. He's amazing. Put him on my short list. Put him on my short list. Um, uh, oh, and then we've got, lastly, David Markham, the Miracle Man. Now, what's he do? David Markham, the Miracle Man. He is a great talent. He, um, I met David Markham performing at Knott's Berry Farm. You mentioned Knott's Berry earlier. Mm-hmm. I did their 25th uh, Halloween haunt, and I had my stage over there. I was one of the performers in the area called The Gauntlet. And David was right down for me, and his show came on after mine. And he does sword swallowing. He has old strongman <laughs> feats. He drives like a, a nail through a board with his bare hands and pops a balloon on the other side. Ooh. Then he bends the nails with his bare hands hands he oh. tears phone books in half and he doesn't oh. put them in the oven first like some people will put a phone book in to make it brittle and crisp and it can see break. we didn't know that you just gave a secret well he doesn't do that that's what i'm saying the ones that that's do that how that's how they st- do it they put it in the some oven some of them do that yeah but he's one of the real ones that tears the phone book in half without oh. doing that and all it is is by the grip and you got to crack it break it and tear it and he does it in such a great way and he's a great showman and stuff dave's been had a um, been on a little hiatus with us lately mm-hmm. and we've added some new people too we got uh Marugan the who is uh, our buddy Scott Nelson from the San Diego area. He does sword swallowing. He does the human pin cushion. He does all kinds of crazy stuff. We've got, um, we've had George the Giant who just performed with us and he does, he's on America's Got Talent. George Hell, is on which there. Which one? What is he's he the, He's the giant. He did uh, firecrackers. He <gasps> yeah, did the crazy straw yeah. with the sun. He does the sword swallowing. That's George oh, the, the Giant. that came out of yeah. his nose. Yeah. Oh, I love that show. He oh. is hilarious. He just performed with us over in Ventura. We did the oh, Ventura Pirate Days over in the harbor and he he was there with us as our giant pirate. Oh, my God. Well, he, uh, I tell you, you have got some top talent. Very, and very. I got, I got to do a quick mention. Mighty yeah. Mike. We can't forget Mighty Mike. He's Mighty a little Mike. short uh, short little person who does juggling, fire breathing, and he toured a Motley Crue as well. 
And I think we're almost out. Yeah, we are. Time to wrap it up, everybody. We got so many people. Well, listen, Ted Shred, you've been a wonderful guest. I can't wait until you come back. When are you coming on again? I want to come back. You have me on a schedule. I have you in September coming September. back. September, there the we go. Check the website out. And then bring Carol with you. Okay, I'll do bring that. Bring Carol Tatum. Um, a lovely girl. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Again, go to his website. It's vampherecircus.com. V-A-M-P-H-E-A-R-C-I-R-C-U-S.com. And there is no budget that Ted can't work with. And if you even want to participate in learning how to do it, as you heard, he can teach you everything except fire. Can I plug Double yep. Dog Dare Events? Double Dog Dare dot com. Events.com. Yeah, Double Dog Dare Events.com. Double Dog Care Events.com. Ted, thank you for being with us. Thank, thank you, you for Priscilla. listening. And we'll see you next week on Question Reality. The Horror Channel is your home for the best in horror entertainment, news, culture, lifestyle, and best of all, frights. We are available on Verizon Fios Cable Television. Go to Channel 900, free on demand, and select Pop Culture. Scroll down and you'll find the Horror Channel. So be sure to visit HorrorChannel.com for all of our latest programming.